Are you a creative? I think you are. And that's why you should join my circle community, the Creative Study Lounge. Listen, we all know how social media is right now with all the lying, the bots, the ads, the shadow banning, your posts not getting seen, the requests from people you don't know, the strange activities. Social media is a mess right now. So that's why I decided to create a community just for creatives where we can get down and talk about writing, video games, art, development, things in popular media, whatever we want, or just some nonsense. There's a place for it all. It's at the Creative Study Lounge. And while you're there, you can get the merch, send me questions, comments, ideas, and you can generally support the podcast. Check the links in the description. We'll be adding more as time goes along, but hey, it's a good thing. CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. Once again, that's CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. And you won't have to listen to this dumb advertisement. Now let's get on with the program. Season one, episode one of Attack on Titan was by far the most impressive. It just did its job. Came in, showed you what was up, and then left you wanting more. And I don't know how many other series have done that or realized how important that is. People might say it's important, but I don't think they really understand how important that initial impression is. And we're going to talk about that powerful initial impression of Attack on Titan and some other shows today on Creativity Threads Life. I am your host, Mr. Benja, always here most weeknights. Glad to be able to be here and talk to the people. Just get your opinions on some things, talk a little about creativity, share, reflect, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, don't forget, you can always follow this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're not listening to one of the majors, I'd actually like to know where you listen from, so be sure to let me know. And you can find all these other episodes on creativitythreadslife.com. So that's going to do it for that little introduction there. I was going to say more, but I just remembered that I created an ad role for this thing. So now I have an ad role at the beginning of the podcast. If you're not watching live or listening live, you'll hear an ad role. So that's something I want to start putting in. Um, want to get people to help support the podcast, help support this effort. So that's why that's there if you're listening on Apple or if you're listening on um, well, the podcast later. But otherwise, let's get into it. So this show came out, Attack on Titan. I, it was a while back and somebody recommended it to me. I forgot who. They were like, yeah, I watched these anime, and I watched this and that, but you know what you really need to check out is Attack on Titan. I was like, Attack on Titan, all right. Went around, saw a picture, I think, of some, some monstrous being with no skin. And, you know, you just like do a search on Google and it shows you a few of the preview images. So it, this pops up. I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Huh, I guess that's uh, some kind of Titan or something. And then it showed pictures of all the the few promo pictures that came out are pretty distinct and they don't really give much away, which is interesting. So yeah, I was like, all right, um, I'll see what this is about. Didn't seem like my style at the time. Wasn't really into the whole vibe. But within seconds of pressing play, the music, the styling, the seriousness, the, the coloring, all the elements came together within the first five, 10 seconds to let you know, this is something intense. 
this is something real. This is something hardcore. You're in for a ride. And I was sold. I was like, oh man, first five seconds. Hold on. Let me sit back down. Let me, let me take this in properly. And I'm going to, I may end up spoiling some things. So if you haven't seen Attack on Titans, I'm not really going to spoil the episode, but if it comes up in discussion, we might chat, but I'm not planning on spoiling anything. Just so you'll know. You should definitely go watch it, but I don't plan on spoiling anything while you're here. So I'm watching this first episode. We're only a couple seconds in and I'm transfixed. I'm like, who are these people? Why is that dog barking? What's, what's everybody looking at? What's going on? And I don't, it's hard to describe something like this because it's very, it seems very straightforward and simple, but it's so elegant and well done in this particular case. You really have to watch it, rewatch it, and then compare it with other shows to see where they go wrong. But this is first episode brilliance kind of stuff because it does exactly what the first episode is supposed to do, get you hooked. And within the first five seconds, 10 seconds, I was hooked and wanted to see the next 15 seconds, the next 30 seconds, the next five minutes, the next 10 minutes, the whole show. So without getting too much into the weeds of, of how it was written, it gave you this idea of the tone of the show. He gave you this idea of the, the spectacle, the size, and everything else. Actually, I will get into the weeds a little bit. Screw it. So basically, this first episode comes on. It, it puts you in a situation. Now, you don't always have to start with the situation. You can start with the character. You can start with um, a plot point. You can start with a revelation. You can start with a death. You can start with building up a character. You can start by explaining the world. You can start with you know, an opening crawl just to give you, just to settle the people down where you put some exposition, some text up right up front to let people know where they are in the world. But basically, right when you're starting out, you're setting the stage. You're preparing the audience for the world and the character that you're going to be involved with. And hopefully, you can do this in at least the first episode. Attack on Titan does it within the first minute. Because after the first minute, you're wondering who the characters are in a good way. You're curious about them. You're wondering what's going on with these, with these people in a good way. You're wondering what kind of world this is in a good way. So you're curious about all of this. And then the opening credits start up. When the opening credits start up, you're giving quick flashes of everything that this world is going to be. And now your mind's racing again. It's like, wait a minute, how are they getting to this point? Who are these people again? Now I see what they're going to be doing in the future. Okay, I'm invested. And I think that if you can craft a good enough intro, a good enough banger, a good enough reason for people to get in their seats and stay seated for a whole hour and be really interested, that's half the battle right there. That is half the battle. How can you not make it contrived, not make it too boring, not fall in the problem of somebody saying, yeah, I stopped watching after the third episode because nothing happens. And then someone tells you, oh, you got to wait until episode eight before it gets any good. And there are only like 15 episodes. As much as I hate to say it, 
you got to aim for the hook. You got to get them in quickly. Build up time is at a premium nowadays. You really don't have too many situations where you can really build up a lot of characterization, a lot of the world. You just kind of have to drop people into it. You drop people into it right now, then it's expected that a couple moments down the line of the story, down the storyline, you'll drop them into other deep dives. So I don't think it's any stretch to say that you should give people the goods right up front. I think a lot of people still have this idea that it's only, you know, you're, you're not doing anything with smoke and mirrors if you make a really powerful first episode. And those are people who went to writing school, went to creative, creative writing classes on the weekends. You've got to get in there and get them by the throat. Get the attention, keep them there, hold them, have them want the next thing. I'm practicing that with this podcast. I'm not doing as well of a job as I would like, but I'm doing it. In fact, the first episode of Attack on Titan was good enough to where I watched it, sat back, watched the credits, and instead of going to episode two, I watched the first episode again. It was that intriguing of our first episode. So how did it do this? As I said, I really didn't want to get too into the weeds of it. Um, I'm just referring to the idea that this had a great first episode. But one of the things you can take a lesson from is how it presented the characters. Now, all of this happens simultaneously and very quickly. So you don't have a moment to separate these different pieces from each other. They're all kind of necessary all at the same time. But it sets a theme, a tone of vulnerability and confusion and fear. It sets that up within the world pretty immediately. So right off the bat, you've got this tone that's set. And it's just kind of drilled into you. And when you hear that first note of the music, and the audio is very good as well, when you hear that first note of the music, and when you see those first images of this world, you almost can't help to be drawn in. So right off the bat, they set a great tone. So one of the things you got to get right when you're first starting out is your tone. What are you saying without saying it? What, are you, what, the, what is the feeling that you want to elicit from your audience? What do you want people to resonate with? And then get that second level, the characters, obviously. Like, who am I relating to? Who am I following around? Whose story am I trying to discover or learn about or relate to? Whose shoes am I walking in? And these are your characters. You obviously have your main characters, your side characters, your antagonist and protagonist, your supporting staff, your supporting characters on the good side and the bad side. You've got numerous characters that you're you're dealing with. But pretty quickly, in the attack on Titan, new, the, the characters are set there for you to watch. Characters are set. So I was, okay, we got, these, we got these characters. And characters are always about individuals with needs, hopes, and wants. They hope for something, they need something, and then they want something. And these may change over time. They're going to change throughout the course of the show. That's what a story arc is for. But right off the bat, you got your tone and your characters, and they're both intertwined. And then you get your world that you're setting 
if you will. It's narrated as well as, actually, I think the first episode, I can't remember much narration outside the first episode, but I think they, they layered their opening crawl onto the, basically onto the narration, and they don't go back to it very often, if at all. Every once in a while, they do some exposition, like when someone opens up a book, they'll start explaining like that. They'll start talking from the book as if they're reading. That's a good way of doing exposition. But they kind of wove it into the intro right away. And it's pretty, oh my God, I'm actually thinking about it now. It relates to the final episode too. Huh. So yeah, stuff in the first episode relates all the way back to the final episode and every chapter along the way. But the world is, is set up to the hell. All right. Instagram is having problems. So yes, getting your initial story together, getting your initial going comes down to getting that character right, that tone right, and that world right. Once you've got those three, you can pretty much go where you want. And the tone covers the audio, the feeling of the story. You start getting an idea of the type of things that you might see. You start getting an idea of the way they present the story already. So the tone covers quite a bit. And you may actually want to make tone and style. You may actually want to make those separate topics. And then, of course, you always you got to have the plot. Now, the plot is this, this chain of events that's going to lead you from the very beginning all the way to the end and hopefully tie everything that you've ever seen in this entire show together all at once. So having this all lined up together, uh, the plot, the style, the tone, the characters, and the world, getting all those together and having them all make sense will really make whatever you're creating strong. And I don't mean just for a TV series, whatever you're making, whether it's a video game, a movie, TV series, whether you're doing a speech, whether you're presenting something at work, whether you're meeting some people for the first time, it's all about the first impression. And I'm using Attack on Titan as this example of a very strong creative first impression. Other series that might do this or do this a little bit. I could harp on and break down like what went on in Attack on Titan, but I might do that somewhere else. I may make an actual post about that. But you can look online on YouTube. There are plenty of things breaking this down. But I was thinking about some other series that do this as well. I thought about Lost, how it hit hooked you from the beginning. J. You might not like J.J. Abrams' style, but he did get a lot of people hooked in the beginning. Did it lead anywhere? Well, that's up to the people. Breaking Bad. Similar style, actually. Breaking Bad to, to a lot of anime where it just kind of throws you in the mix. Game of Thrones did a good job. Game of Thrones was really good with setting the world very quickly. It set the world and then kind of let you go and then went on about some story. So there was a little bit of a disconnect, but it worked out. Supernatural was very good. I didn't think I'd like Supernatural at first, but um, no, that first episode worked. Invincible, The Boys, Mayor of Easttown, The White Lotus. And I have to give a special mention to, to How to Get Away with Murder. 
I'd heard a lot of my female friends talking about this and I didn't know much about it. But when I took the, took the leap and jumped into how to get away with murder, I was impressed. That was another first episode banger that goes up to near the top, how to get away with murder. Shout out to Shonda Land for that one. So it's a great creative exercise because let me start talking about that. Why is this important? Why is it necessary? Well, being a great, having a great creative exercise like this, um, what, is it, what does it mean to be a great creative exercise? Well, when you're trying to put something together, a lot of people have part of an idea and they just go with that and then they start writing. Um, they call them pantsers, people who fly by the seat of their pants or write by the seat of their pants. They're just flying off. And they just get in and start writing. Oh, there's a guy in a forest and he ran this way and then he started talking to somebody and then he met this person and they spent three chapters discussing life and then they ate pancakes and then, and then, and then. And that confuses two things. One thing you're supposed to do is make a situation where every line or every scene or every frame that you see or experience in any property is supposed to pull you on to the next one. That's the good idea. That's the idea. Like, what's the, what's the purpose of the first sentence? To get you to read the second sentence. What's the purpose of the second sentence? To get you to read the first paragraph. What's the purpose of the first paragraph? To get you to read the first chapter. What's the, what's the reason behind the purpose behind the first chapter? To get you to read the entire book. So it's this cascading linear storytelling this cascading idea that you're going to experience something and then experience the next thing, next thing after that. So it has to build up. I get that. But a lot of writers and developers, they get caught in the, I have an inkling of an idea and they take off, take off. They just take off with that. Or they're on the other extreme and have no idea and just start writing without any concept of having that first idea. They just want to start droning on and on. And the only problem is, I mean, this wouldn't be such a, such a problem if, if you had an audience that was forced to sit down and watch or sit down and experience the first half or however long, how long it took, took you or how long it's going to take to get you to get into the story. Well, you don't have that luxury anymore. You used to be able to sit at a theater and hopefully you'd be able to allow them to, you know, take their time and sit down and maybe, maybe an hour into a three hour movie, it just, it just starts to get good. It just starts to attach to you. Some people actually go with that style. It's not recommended anymore at all. I remember watching, hearing about some anime. Yeah, I was hearing about One Piece and someone said, um, I watch One Piece, by the way. Someone said, yeah, yeah, it doesn't get good until around episode 300. Just keep watching. Who's going to watch up until episode 300 just in case it gets good? Didn't think that was a good idea. I don't like that. So get in, make a good impression, and then keep going, right? That's the idea. So as I said, this is necessary in everything we create. But in this microwave culture, you got to get in there, tell what you need to tell and get out, move on to the next thing. Keep on going. 
I'm telling myself to do this as I'm recording these podcasts so I can get better at actually telling you the thing, telling you the next thing and keeping on going. So hoping you guys are catching this meta discussion here, but it's happening. And this is not necessarily just in TV shows. I mentioned it's also in movies, but when you meet somebody, let's get into that a little bit. When you meet somebody, you don't want to start off with all of these extraneous things. They want to know, who are you? Why should I be talking to you? What interests do you have that I'd be interested in? How can, how can I use you? How can I benefit from even knowing you? How can I benefit from giving you my time? Now, knowing a lot of people don't think like this. Some people do. A lot of people don't think this cutthroat in real life, but their thoughts tend to behave that way. Where it's like, oh, okay, I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm supposed to be listening. I wish I could get away from this person talking. They don't seem very interesting. I don't know. Uh, and it's just a long, painful process if you're getting to know somebody. You got to put something out there, not necessarily be as heavy as the intro to Attack on Titan. That's, that might be a little too tense, too intense for people when you're first meeting them. But have something to say. Have something that gets them interested that may make them want to talk to you further. You know, you don't tell them, you don't tell them your life story on the first outing. You just get started with it. Talk a little bit, make them interested. Have a little mystery about you. Tell a good first sentence so they want to hear the next sentence. Pull them along in the story. It's a good creative exercise in life and in story. Have you ever walked into a restaurant and, you know, you you're walking to a restaurant and you just know this is the right place where the music is right. The staff talks to you. You saw from the outside looking in how nice it was and you wanted to be in there. You go in there and start interacting with the people. It looks nice, smells nice. You sit down, you're not waiting too long and the menu pops up and the menu pops up. You can decide quickly. And before you decide the the wait staff comes over to talk to you. Now they're talking to you. You're excited and takes your order, comes back with your drinks, and you're still excited. By the time they get back with, you know, with your food, you're like, wow, this is great. Everything's moving according to plan. It's a good pace. Food is delicious. You may even spring for dessert. You get up and you leave. And that whole time, you were kind of entertained because this restaurant had a great experience for you. That's how your creative outing should be whatever you're creating, you got to hit people right off the bat and then keep them there. Of course, you're going to dip down and up a little bit as you navigate the different parts of your creative output, whether you're writing a movie, there's going to be exposition scenes, action scenes, romance scenes, thriller scenes, horror scenes, whatever. You're going to go in and out of these different scenes and the tone and the feel and the vibe is going to change a little bit. But you want to start out good and stay good. And what I'm saying with the attack on Titan first episode, the brilliance was how well it did the first episode. And I didn't see how well it did the first episode until I saw the last episodes. They had so much ingrained in that first episode that made sense as it went along. I, didn't, I don't know if they made it up that they went along or how much of the story was complete before they put it all into manga form, but it worked out. And I'm not saying you need to watch the whole thing. I could understand dropping off after season two or maybe even before that, if you like, I don't know. The important part is that first, that first episode, maybe the first couple episodes 
are an example of really high quality storytelling. And that's what all this creativity is about, right? Uh, in, in a way, it's, it's all about telling a story. You have something that you create and it fills something in in that person's life where it has an introduction. You, you check it out, it gets your attention, then it gets your interest and it has meaning to you. It proves to you that it's going to do what it's going to do. It's, it's accessible to you, so you can definitely access it and keep, keep going with it. Um, there's a community involved and people are talking. And it's just, it's just a whole thing that keeps you involved. And the whole process behind it. Might make an ebook of that later. But Attack on Titan, what else is there? Um, that was the restaurant example. And, you know, you've seen this in movies as well. Some movies uh, start out nice. Well, now we have the option of turning off movies a lot easier than we did before. Now that we've gotten so many movies in our homes, it's like, eh, I watched the first 15 minutes. It wasn't my thing. I left. I'm like, oh, dude, you got to watch until, you know, hour and 20 minutes in. Eh, people aren't with that anymore. So now you got to go back to all your old movies that are solid and think about which ones came out the box with a good story and kept it going till the end. Terminator, Terminator 2, Firefly, Iron Man, Jaws probably a lot of others. Give me some examples in the comments. Get people interested from the first however long. Otherwise, they start to check out and their thoughts wander. So yeah, it, it answers the question. Fundamentally, getting in and having a strong impression within that first five seconds, that first 15 seconds to that first 30 seconds, getting that process down where you've got the five points the style, the tone, the character, the world, and the plot. Getting those down, getting those in order, and having those set up before you take off. In the user's mind, in the, the viewer's mind, the reader's mind, the person who's experiencing your creation, in their mind, they're being taken on a good ride. And this is what they're looking for. And it automatically should answer the question, what happens next? I don't know what the answer is, but the, what happens next is I'm going to keep tuning in. I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to check it out. Squid Game was another one that did a good job of this. Keeps you on your toes, makes you want to watch the next one. One Piece uh, live action did it. One Piece anime could go on for, for a while without doing anything terribly exciting. Same thing with Dragon Ball. It just went on too long. I say that now. Uh, I didn't feel that way then, though. But now, yes. And what happens when you have a first, first, good first impression? The good first impression is not just going to be for the person you're talking to. You're going to gain followers. Because if you hit them once with such a strong impression, they're going to be, want to be hit again. They're going to want that feeling again. The last time I talked to him, yeah, he said this, this, and this. Yeah, I never met that guy before. It's crazy. He always got something new to say. He always got something great. Like, yeah, that, that's the kind of thing you want to follow. So someone starts following you around just to get that vibe again. And once you've got people following you, sometimes you're going to start getting followed just because people are following you. Now think about those shows that didn't really hit it off until five episodes in. The ones that go to the graveyard and people are just clamoring. Oh, it's a good show. You just got to wait it out. I know it starts out slow. Hey man, it starts out slow. I just got to say no. That's, that's the opinion a lot of times now. 
I got too much. I don't have enough time and streaming services are here. I can jump to whatever. Netflix even allows you to watch shows at 1.5x speed. Have they changed that to 2x? I don't know. I don't think so. But they allow you to just speed through because they know how valuable people's time is. Now, you may say, okay, this only works for action, right? This only works for hard hitting things. But that's not necessarily the case because you can get this in a slower drama, a slower something. You just need to make sure that there's enough there to keep them interested. If it is a slower, softer pace, that might be just fine for whatever you're making. But that has nothing to do with the idea of getting them enraptured in what you're doing. You may have to say, hey, listen, I'm going to ask you to slow down for one second. Just sit on the grass here. We're going to tell you a story. It's about these characters. And you're like, oh, wow, okay. And it's going to be about this and that. And you're like, okay, wow, this is good. And you don't have to like go crazy with explosions and death and whatever else. But you know an intriguing first episode when you see one. Mad Men is another good example. A corporate drama that starts out with the, I was about to say with the bang. But it starts out very, very intriguing. A lot of the HBO shows did. Um, Mad Men wasn't an HBO show. I wasn't referring to it in that way. But a lot of those HBO shows do it as well. Oz, Entourage, Veep, Oz, which I like to say twice for some reason. But yeah, there's, there's a whole art skill craft to it. Try to get it in your work. Try to get it in your in your play, try to get in your impressions when you meet people and see where it takes you. Because if you've got that right, it'll take you a long way and you can really start building out the rest of your world to support the beginning. I know that sounds backwards. Like you want it, everybody talks about having an awesome climax and then they, they build up to this crazy fight. It's like, yeah, but do you have a crazy intro that's going to get us up to that crazy fight? And you have to start thinking about it backwards. Do I have enough of an initial impression where I can start backwards from the initial impression to the climax? A lot of writers, developers, they want us in the climax. They're thinking about marriage. They're thinking about the final stage. They're thinking about if you're in the restaurant business, they're thinking about the food right when it's finished. It's like there's a lot of steps up to that point that the person experiencing this doesn't care about. They don't care about all your, you know, all the work you put into it if they can't see it. You know, they don't care about, well, this came from such and such. A, yeah, all that is secondary to their experience when they walk in the restaurant. So you got to pick your battles here and decide where you're going to put the most time. But do not underestimate the importance of getting somebody not just hooked, but enraptured in that first introductory meetup. And hopefully once you have that, you can move on to the next phase. And this is already assuming that you've got their attention, like, like from an advertisement or something. This is just in the interest phase where you're trying to get them interested in what you're doing. We'll discuss all the parts of this at some other point down the line. Um, attention, interest, desire, meaning, proof, acceptance, community, et cetera. We'll get into all that later. But that's the takeaway. 
come correct with your end, come correct with your beginning so you'll have a good ending. If you're only thinking of having a good ending, then you've got a problem of, well, what if people don't even make it to the ending? Go back to a lot of old books. People tell you, yeah, just nail the ending. It's like, hey, listen, I get what you're saying. The ending is extremely important, but it can't outshine the beginning so much that I don't care. Get people hooked, get people talking, get people invested, and you'll find a, a good, you'll, you'll get good returns from that. All right, and that's going to do it for this one. Now I'm going to drop some news on you. You notice we had a little bit of a format change with how I put these together. So hopefully, I don't know if that made any difference to you listening to this, but it makes a difference to me and how I roll these out. I'm going to keep on giving you better, better and better podcasts. Uh, also, the Study Lounge community is up. I haven't really been pushing it out there super hard and telling everybody, but the community is up. If you go to the Creative Study Lounge or creativestudylounge.com, you'll be able to find the members page is up and ready to get people onboarded. So if you're on my email list, you'll be able to see more of that later. And the community is basically where I want to talk about some of this stuff with anime, movies, just general creativity of things without a lot of the overhead of social media. So that's why I created the community. Also, I want to support this podcast in the proper way. So I think a good, a good community will help with that. It's kind of like Patreon, kind of like Kajabi, kind of like Podia. It's, it's called Circle. That's what it's built on. So you can check that out. And let me know, are there any uh, shows you found that have great initial episodes? I definitely want to know that. And what's going on in the news? Oh, speaking of changing formats, check this news bit out. The Sopranos. The Sopranos has basically turned it, well, not turned into. They've turned Sopranos into short TikTok clips. So you can basically watch an entire season of The Sopranos on TikTok. Not long form, short form. So they've basically broken up all the different bits of it into these short form clips that you can watch sequentially. Really interesting. I mean, I suppose that makes sense and you may just want to sit down and watch the whole thing. But that's, uh, I don't know, that's, that's a funny one. I want to see how that plays out. But they're doing it with The Sopranos. I know some other shows have tried stuff like that. Uh, but The Sopranos was a big show on HBO. So seeing them do that to one of their flagship properties or classic properties is pretty interesting. What's another news bit? I wrote down my news notes and didn't bring them in today. So kind of forgot what I was talking about. Uh, the Inside Out 2 trailer came out. That's actually looking good. I liked Inside Out. Good concept for Pixar. God knows Pixar needs a hit. We'll see if this other, you know, going through going through puberty, it seems to be the, the story behind it. So if you know the story of Inside Out, basically it chronicles the different feelings of a young teenager's mind. And all the things that the teenager goes through, we see it played out in live action, not live action, disgust, anger, fear. You know, you've got your, your couple different characters that, um, that play in, uh, that play this, gosh, I don't even know how to explain 
But yeah, these characters are the feeling and you see them going on an adventure to get their host, the, the human girl, <laughs> to get the person uh, inside that they're, they're in, to see them move toward another place. Uh, it, it's a growth story. And seeing the emotions, the emotions go on adventures to get the person to where they need to be next. That's what's happening in the story. Inside Out 2 is here, and it looks to be good. So I'm pretty down with what, what they're trying to do with it. Seems interesting. I like the first one. It's fun. It's a fantasy world that everybody kind of understands and thinks about because they're always thinking about their own emotions and thoughts. So looking forward to that one. X-Men 97, character picks are up. I don't know how many people are actually into X-Men 97 or what they're hoping to get from it. I want to see how, they, how they've updated the animation and look. I know it's supposed to be reminiscent of 97 and the whole cartoon is telling stories that are played out like this 97 version of X-Men. But I don't know. It's just interesting. I mean, they're not going to do the same thing. They're obviously going to update it. So pretty interested to see what happens. Pretty interested to see the talk around it. I don't know what type of audience this is for. Maybe it's to get younger people into the whole X-Men thing a little easier because a lot of them weren't around when the X-Men were really big in comics and on TV. So we'll see how that works out for them. I'm a fan of the X-Men, so we'll see how it works with the whole leading up into the real world kind of events. And there's a Good Times animated show coming to Netflix. I don't know why they're bringing Good Times to a show or who thought this was a... Not saying it's a bad idea. I didn't know who thought of it and was like, hey, we, we need this. But Good Times would be an interesting, that actually be an interesting take animated. Like a cartoon of Good Times. I think they could go a lot of interesting places that the TV show didn't and it wouldn't be so serious. Because when I saw Good Times, I never thought of it as a serious time. You know, I thought you could do a lot of fun things with those characters. Especially, of course, you know, um, Dynamite, JJ, get him on there. And that's about all I have for the news today. As I said, I really got to fix up this outro. I don't know what's going on with me in this, but this is Mr. Benja for Creativity Threads Life coming at you most every weeknight. Please be sure to check out podcast streams. If you're not following on the podcast, you should be. Um, it's just a great way to experience this, listening at audio, going about your day, picking up, little bits of information from shows here and there it podcasts have changed my life and i think that they can change yours as well so hopefully i'll keep improving with this and giving you a better experience and we'll go from there i'll see you later